1854, October 25th, British cavalry soldiers charged towards Russian troops during the Battle of Balaclava. A cataclysmic mistake made by Lord Fitzroy Somerset Raglan, misunderstood by Lieutenant General James Brudnell, a lack of support from feared Marshal George Bingham and carried out by brave men, armed with only lances and sabres. Why did it end so badly for the horseback British troops? And what was it all in aid of? So pour your cuppers, because this is Coffee and a Slice of History, Charge of the Light Brigade. Hey up and welcome to episode 11, Ella here as usual. I hope you're all doing well. If you haven't already, go check out the podcast Instagram page where photos are uploaded alongside each episode to give a visual of what I'm talking about. I'll put a link in the description. So without further ado, on with today's episode. In 1854, the Crimean War had been raging for only one year between an alliance of Britain, France and Turkey against Russia. It was during the Battle of Balaclava that the famous charge took place. This battle had the aim of capturing the port and fortress of Sevastopol, which was a part of the Russian Empire, on the coast of the Crimean Peninsula and the Black Sea. The city and port of Sevastopol was important to the Russian Empire as it gave Russia a key stronghold for seagoing routes between the Black Sea and the Sea of Mamara. This then led onto the Mediterranean Sea, then onto the Atlantic Ocean. This port was important because it allowed the Russian Navy the ability to sail to open oceans and onto the rest of the world, as well as a port stronghold for the Tsar's Black Fleet within the Navy on the southern coast of the Russian Empire. Before getting into the initial charge, there are many names and people involved in the decision-making of the fateful day. So here they are. Lord Raglan. He was born September 1788 in England, called Fitzroy James Henry Somerset. As a junior officer in the army, he served his time in the Peninsula War in Spain, as well as the Waterloo campaign against Napoleon in France, then as the military secretary to the Duke of Wellington. It was then during the Crimean War that Lord Raglan became the commander of the British troops in 1854. The next is Lord Lucan. He was born in April 1800 in London, England, called George Charles Bingham. Before the Crimean War, Lord Lucan was a callous landlord during the famine in Ireland. He evicted many Irish tenants and instead rented his land to wealthier people. When the Crimean War began, Lord Lucan applied for a role and was subsequently made commander of the Cavalry Division. Next up is Captain Nolan. He was born in January 1818 in York County, Upper Canada, called Louis Edward Nolan. Before the Crimean War, Captain Nolan served in Austria and he was esteemed for being a fantastic horseman as well as having a great knowledge of military theory and history. Using this knowledge of horses, as well as having a good reputation as a great horseman, in the build-up to Crimea, the Secretary of State of War sent Captain Nolan to Turkey to obtain horses for the British cavalry. And finally, we have Lord Cardigan. 
He was born in October 1797 in Buckinghamshire, England, called James Thomas Brudnell. He had a long military career and progressed throughout the army. However, many of the time he was found to be incompetent. During the Crimean War, he commanded the Light Brigade. The initial charge was an order issued by Lord Raglan to capture guns previously taken by the Russians. This meant the charge would occur in a valley. This later became known as the Valley of Death. This order was then conveyed by Captain Nolan to Lord Cardigan to lead the charge towards the Russian guns. However, there was a major miscommunication and the men of the light cavalry were sent towards the wrong guns, resulting in them being under fire from three sides. This meant that the force of the cavalry was depreciated during the ride. However, they still managed to make contact with the Russians at the end of the valley. There were five cavalry regiments involved in the charge. The British camp in Balaclava was on a plateau, which is a piece of high ground which is level. It had accessible routes, a valley to the south and one to the north. At 8am, Lord Raglan ordered the heavy and light cavalry brigades under Lord Lucan to move into line with the second set of Turkish-occupied redoubts. However, there was only one set of redoubts that had been occupied by the Turks and it was now abandoned. Lord Lucan left the light brigade and instructed Lord Cardigan to defend their current position against any attack. From this instruction, Lord Cardigan did not go anywhere with the troops at all, and they were essentially immobile. The heavy brigade distracted, so to speak, the Russians, but this subsequently didn't result in an attack. Due to the lack of British attack, the Russians chose not to advance any more towards the Turkish redoubt, so Lord Raglan wanted to take back this now abandoned Turkish redoubt. With this, Lord Raglan sent a message to Lord Lucan to say, Cavalry to advance and take advantage of any opportunity to recover the heights. They will be supported by the infantry, which have been ordered to advance on two fronts. However, nearly an hour went by and the infantry had not arrived to provide support. So Lord Raglan then sent Captain Nolan to Lord Lucan to convey another message. Lord Raglan wishes the cavalry to advance rapidly to the front and try to prevent the enemy carrying away the guns. Troop of horse artillery may accompany. French cavalry is on your left, immediate. Nolan carried the message to Lucan. When Lucan asked what guns were referred to, Nolan is said to have indicated by a wide sweep of his arm instead of specifically saying which guns Lord Raglan wanted to to attack. Lucan therefore ordered the light brigade forward. Lord Cardigan claimed that Lord Lucan had ordered him to attack without quarter given. This phrase meant that Lucan wanted Cardigan and his men to take no prisoners, despite him pointing out the Russian artillery guns. Lucan, on the other hand, claimed he told Cardigan to retire from battle if no opportunity to take his objective presents itself. In other words, if you can't make it to the redoubt, then return to the British stronghold. The Light Brigade set off down the valley with Lord Cardigan out in front on his horse leading the charge. 
Then, near enough, as soon as they started to gallop down the valley, Captain Nolan was seen to rush across the front, passing in front of Lord Cardigan. It may be that he then realised the charge was aimed at the wrong target and was trying to attempt to stop or turn the brigade, but the Russian guns opened fire, almost instantly killing Captain Nolan. Russian artillery continued to fire on the light brigade as Lord Lucan advanced after them with the heavy brigade. He saw the light brigade being overwhelmed by the Russian artillery and ordered the heavy brigade back, saying that They have sacrificed the light brigade. They shall not have the heavy, if I can help it. 670 men were caught in crossfire during the attack. 110 were killed and a confirmed 160 were wounded. There was a 40% casualty rate. The Russians had the victory for the Battle of Balaclava. Then, in December 1854, a poem was written in response and in honour of the charge and the loss of all the brave men fighting. To finish today's episode, here is the poem, written by Alfred, Lord Tennyson. Half a league, half a league, half a league onward, all in the valley of death rode the 600. Forward, the light brigade, charge for the guns, he said, into the valley of death, rode the 600. Forward, the light brigade, was there a man dismayed? Not though the soldier knew, someone had blundered. There's not to make reply, there's not to reason why, there's but to do and die, into the valley of death, rode the 600 cannon to the right of them, cannon to the left of them, cannon in front of them, volleyed and thundered, stormed at with shot and shell, boldly they rode and well, into the jaws of death, into the mouth of hell, rode the six hundred. Flashed all their sabres bare, flashed as they turned in air, sabring the gunners there, charging an army, while all the world wondered, plunged in the battery smoke, Right through the line they broke, Cossack and Russian, reeled from the sabre stroke, shattered and sundered. They then rode back, but not the 600. Cannon to the right of them, cannon to the left of them, cannon behind them, volleyed and thundered, stormed at with shot and shell, while horse and hero fell. They that had fought so well came through the jaws of death, back from the mouth of hell all that was left of them, left of 600. When can their glory fade? All oh, the wild charge they made. All the world wondered. Honour the charge they made. Honour the light brigade. Noble 600.